Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 5, Episode 2, Sick and Tired. Part two. Noise. Is this the first time we hear on the last episode of the Golden Girls? I don't think so. No, you don't think so? Because I think we said that the last time we heard it. Oh. Well, I forgot. (laughs) We had a whole conversation about how it's only Rose that says it, but I think we got a comment from somebody on Instagram that said, I think Blanche says it once too. You know, yeah. Oh, well, okay, I guess I'm I'll, sorry. I guess I'll just crawl in a hole. It was very comforting to hear. I'm sorry. Because, like, because literally, um, yes, it is. I think the season finale, right? The You know what? Maybe it was the, um, the wedding episode, Sophia's wedding. Maybe, yeah, maybe. That might have been it, actually. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like now that I'm thinking about it, I do kind of remember a Blanche saying that, but you know. Yeah. It's fine. Well, I guess we should probably talk about this episode. We probably um, should. Yeah. You that's know, why we're because here. That's, that, you know, I guess, I guess it is. Yeah. I guess it is. Okay, well, let's do it then. Okay. Um, so, the description of this episode is, from Hulu, Dorothy continues to seek medical advice and turns to Harry Weston. Ooh. They gotta they name drop s- that guy. I know, they make it seem like that's the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and from IMDb, spoiler alert, Dorothy learns that she has chronic fatigue syndrome. Mm, not the CFS. I know. Well, they... That's like the point of the episode is that she finds out. I feel like that's a spoiler. I know. I know. It really is, though. I don't like that. Well, this episode was written by Susan Harris. You can talk to her about it. Oh, I yeah. guess she didn't write the description, though. I don't know. I'll have to Sorry, take it Susan. out. I'll have to write a letter to IMDb. Yeah. Don't want to spoil Susan. this 40-year-old TV show. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. And um, this episode was directed by the one, the only... Terry Hughes. Terry Hughes. All right, we have more guest stars. Uh, Michael McGuire as Dr. Bud. Um, and then we have Bippy Besh as oh, oh. Helen Bud. What a woman. Yes, I love her. We love women <sighs> who support women. Me too. Um, we have Eric Popick as the waiter. Love him. Uh, yeah, good. Um, Park overall as Laverne Todd, which remind me oh, who's Laverne Todd? That's the um nurse. Or, um, oh yes, okay, okay. Give it back. He had Bobby Klein do it for him, <laughs> or whatever his name was. Okay. Um, we have Keon Young as Doctor Chang, mm-hmm. Glenn Walker Harris Jr. as Oliver. Did and he then, make an appearance? Huh? Did Oliver make an appearance? Yeah. Oliver. It's oh, the, the kid. kid. The kid. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I was confused, Jenna. All right. Let me tell you. Here's my train of thought. Okay. Oh, God. All right. So. Um, <laughs> Buckle up. Uh, I know. Get ready. Um, so 
Harry Weston is from the show The Empty Nest, mm-hmm. and what I know of Empty Nest is the um the ep- the ep- Golden Girls episode that is really an empty nest. Mm-hmm. And in that episode, which is not what the show became, but mm-hmm. in that episode, there was a character named Oliver, the annoying guy, right? Oh. So for a second, I was like, wait, was he in that? But I forgot about the kid. So my apologies. Well, you suck. I'm just kidding. No, that's yeah. a reasonable conclusion. It's sad because I literally watched this episode and I fully enjoyed it. And yeah, so my apologies to everyone else. You can you can continue now. Well, thank you. Um, no, well, I'll stop asking last, who everybody was. <laughs> our last um, guest star is Richard Mulligan and he plays Dr. Harry Weston. On the podcast, have we talked about him being um, in that movie? Babes in Toyland. Oh, I love Babes in Toyland. I know. I do, too. I, or is it Babe in Toyland? Is it Babe? One or two? Babe? I think, I think just one. Okay, cool. Well, every time I see him, I think of that movie. Oh, yeah, same. And I'm, like, a little traumatized, but, like, I'm still happy. I just picture him in that crow outfit or whatever. Oh, my gosh, me, too. Yes. Yeah. Or like he coming was out... so evil. Yeah, coming out of his little house. Oh, my gosh. And all those creatures were so terrifying. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It that is was... Babes. B-A-B-E-S. Babes. Yeah. Oh, Drew yeah. Barrymore, okay. Richard Mulligan. I kind wow. of really want to watch that now. I think I do, too. What do we do? <laughs> C-I-N-C-I-N-A-T-I Cincinnati. That's apparently it's a TV movie. Oh my gosh! So if of course you're in the mood it for, is. If you're in the mood for a bad movie that is great, um, yes. watch Babes in Toyland. Um, a young Drew Barrymore is in it. Remember? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh! And Dr. Harry Weston is the evil guy. Keanu so... Reeves is Jack. Oh, oh my gosh, he is. Keanu Reeves is in it. I forgot. Yeah, that's like my first like memory of. Keanu Reeves is this well, movie. It is, isn't it? I forget, but yes, he is. Oh my gosh. Wow. Anyway. So, back to the Golden Girls. <laughs> so, um, this episode aired, actually, the next week. So, it, they didn't episode, they didn't air on the same night, the first part in this one. Um, it was aired on September 30th, 1989. Nice. And, um, it's, I don't know if the second one of this had come out, um, but it said that The Karate Kid was a really big movie at the time, but oh, that okay. doesn't really make sense because it came out in 1984, oh. um, so I don't really know why it was on the list again. Oh, Karate oh, Kid Part 3 came out. Oh, okay, okay. So that must be what it's referring to. Oh, okay. Makes 90, sense. Makes 89, sense. yeah. Part 3. Have you seen the Karate has, Kid movie? I've seen the first one, yeah. Okay, I've never seen them. Yeah, they're uh, the first one's great. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Alright, well here's some fun facts about this episode that I found on IMDb. Um, apparently this is Rue McClanahan's favorite episode. She loved being disheveled and unglamorous. Oh, I loved it too, Rue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally agree. Um, it gives me major flashbacks, and I think I talked about this on the Rue McClanahan episode that we did, but mm-hmm. it remind. in case you didn't hear that, it reminds me of a clip, it's definitely on YouTube, of her in this, um, show called Nonsense, and it's, 
it's like basically like a little um a a, a show where there's a bunch of little scenes mm-hmm. that take place at like a nun place and um the one is room is Rube Clanahan's character finding a student's drugs it's like rush or something oh and gosh. she accidentally does it and oh she gets very high and it's very funny did i talk so, about when we discussed that did Maybe. i talk about um the Grey's anatomy episode where they no. all have a cookie a special cookie oh no oh oh yes oh my gosh i love that. Oh my, so funny. That part with um April like singing and with Bailey. Oh my gosh. I could just watch I love that episode of Grey's. Like I know that's TV a later gold. episode, but I love that episode. TV gold. Yeah. All right. So, Dorothy's chronic fatigue syndrome is never mentioned again. However, she may have recovered from it, according to Dr. Mm-hmm. Chang's information that some patients bounce back mere months after being diagnosed. So, that's just kind of something to think about. Um, and Dorothy opens, I mean, orders a bottle of champagne for $430. Um, in 2020, that yes. bottle would have been worth $880. Oh, That's a lot of dollars. Are you kidding me? For a drink? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, people do that. People do that. Not, not me, but not people do that. Me. Yeah, not anybody I knew personally, but I've seen TV about different people. So, yeah. Hold on one um, and this last, this last fact is not a fact. It's just something to just keep in mind. Um, <laughs> previously, Dorothy and Rose flew to New York, blah, blah, blah. They saw Dr. Bud in New York, and later they dine out in Miami, and they mm-hmm. see Dr. Bud. It's unlikely that they decide to fly to Miami out of all places and even dine out at the same restaurant as the girls at the exact time that the girls go out. Like, what are the odds? Now, I've thought about this a lot. Yeah, okay? you have. Okay. And, yeah, because I think it's pretty plausible. I mean, not, like, them seeing, like, it's definitely, like, not Convenient. high chances, but I do think doctors travel a lot, especially, like, like, when doctors really made a lot of money like that, like, mm-hmm. they traveled a lot. And Miami is a very popular place to travel to. And, of course, he's going to go to, like, a good, nice restaurant. And that's where sure. they're celebrating. He's so, a doctor. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just, I, yeah. I, I'm, I will say, it is kind of weird. But, like, I'm not going to let it get in the way of me enjoying the episode, you know? This one did not let me get it. It did not get in my way. Okay, good. Me either, actually. Me either. Yeah. So, yeah, those are my fun facts. <laughs> nice. Or maybe not even facts, but, like, things to ponder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to start talking about this episode? Yes. Cool. <laughs> um, Just to start off, I was kind of amazed at, like, not that much happens in the episode, but not Mm-mm. in a bad way. I agree. Like she, fi- it it. I love that they did a two parter because most of the plot, and like the 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 meat of the episode is in the first part, and mm-hmm. this one really like gives it enough time to like tie up the loose ends and give Dorothy the closure that she needed. Yeah, the first one was a really really good setup where you really felt mm-hmm. for Dorothy. 
Mm-hmm. And then the second part was, like, such good, like, like meaningful conclusion. Yeah, yeah. That you was very really... satisfying. Yes, you could really tell what the goal of Susan Harris was when mm-hmm. she wrote it. Like, the first episode was more, like, about Dorothy's struggle and trying to mm-hmm. figure it out. And then, like, the second part's more of the relief that she gets mm-hmm. and the closure that she gets from finding a name for the disease that she has. Right. I like it. So, let's get started. Um, The episode begins with none other than Dr. Harry Weston. Yes. Or, mind you, it's Dorothy beating on the Play-Doh. Oh, I I really, (laughs) I love that. I don't know why it's such an issue that she's banging on the Play-Doh. Now, if I fall asleep to that part of the episode, (laughs) that always wakes me up. Seriously? Yeah. That's really funny. I'm sorry. (laughs) She's really taking it out on that Play-Doh. But, I mean, can you blame her? No, I guess not. I do have a question, though. Yeah. Back then, and this, I don't know if you know, so I'll pose this to the listeners. Back then was, did Play-Doh have color? Because she's yeah. playing with like a clay-colored Play-Doh. Oh, is it clay? I, well, didn't, I don't even like, know what it looks like. It's like a tan gray. Oh. So I'm like, sure it, it wasn't maybe, colored. Maybe it's more like clay that she's playing with, like molding. Well, he said play didn't he say Play-Doh? Oh, I don't know. I, I think he said Play-Doh. Oh, don't mash the Play-Doh. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, so, Dr. Harry Weston is uh, a supportive king. He's um, a very, he's so validating. I know. He tells her she's not crazy because that was the big, like, question from the last episode. Am I crazy? Am I crazy? Yeah. I think I'm sick, but no one believes me. Hmm. That's and gotta I love... be, like, so helpless feeling, you know? I know. Just, like, isolating. I hate that. And I loved his line, if you say you're sick, you probably are. Yeah. Like, how nice. Yeah. And what's crazy is he refers her to another doctor in the hospital that he works. I know. <laughs> like, that and... kind of drove me a little crazy. I feel like that's a lot more unlikely than um, the whole meeting... The doctor in Miami thing. I know. Like, you know what? It is. What? Like, she went all the way to New York for certain specialists. Did you catch what kind of um, doctor he said he was? I could have Oh, he said neurologist, not you. Yeah. Because I tried to write down urologist. And I was uh-huh. like, wait, that that's not right. But when I was saying that out loud, it made me think, oh, wait, that's probably that. Yeah. <laughs> so he gives her a great recommendation. Mm-hmm. And that's when, oh, that's when we meet the kid and that other lady. Yeah. Who I'm assuming she's on. Um, I think she's uh, a nurse. Well, I'm sure she's on Empty Nests, too. Oh, she's got to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we also get the joke about, like, the kid switching his pee and stuff. So that was nice. Um, I also loved, I, this, um, this line always stands out to me when Dorothy says, um, he's not my doctor. He's my friend. That line is a little cringy to me. You know, I'll agree with you, but like with B. Arthur's voice, it just brings me joy. I'm glad. Like, it, like it Jenna, you could cringe. not say that. You, if you said it, it would be cringy to me. But when Dorothy <laughs> says it, I'm like, oh my gosh, Yes. Yeah, I love no, that. I don't like it. 
he's not my doctor. He's my friend. <laughs> I'm just going to say that to you all the time. Please He's don't. my friend. <laughs> okay, well, um, one of the best scenes is next. Yes. <laughs> so they go to the kitchen. Not one of the... 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 The scene. <laughs> I know. Um, so Rose is like... I love how the setup is truly Rose, where yes. she wants them to be heart healthy, so she takes the yolks out of the eggs, but she doesn't want to be wasteful, so she yes. puts them in a bag to donate to the homeless. So sweet. I know. I I love her. I really do. She tries so hard she to, do, to be a good person. And you know if she brought them a bag of egg yolks, they'd just throw them in the trash. Yeah. So, um... Dorothy comes home and there's kind of this like transition where Sophia says something about like her needing to wear makeup because she doesn't look sick. And that's like the setup for Blanche to walk in. Oh my gosh. They believe her. I know. She looks a mess. Yes. She's so disheveled coming in with all of her notebooks and her robe and her hair a mess. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. And she just goes on and on and on about this great novel and how amazing it is. She hadn't slept in 72 hours. The words were just flowing out of her pen. <laughs> like, oh my, it's so just, she does such a fantastic job in this scene. And I love every second of it. It's so good. And just... Every time she looks for the egg, or she sees the eggs in the bag. Your little eyeballs are staring at me. See, when I think of it, I was going to actually ask you what line you thought of when you thought of this scene. Is it that one? Um, I see little balls of sunshine in a bag. That's <laughs> that like was... my number one. Me too. I see little balls of sunshine in a bag. Because so what? Good. It's so unique. Like, in what? Like, why would that line be funny in any other situation? Like, right? it's just so specific and so funny. I just, it's I love so it good. so much. It's great. She even, like, I don't know, just her interacting with the other girls is fun, too. So, uh, Dorothy and Blanche, uh, I said Blanche, Dorothy and Sophia go to leave to see the doctor. And poor Rose is left alone with, um... With Rose. And you know what? There's one more line that I might love more than the balls of sunshine in the bag. Please tell. So Rose is trying to convince uh, Blanche to go to sleep because it's Mm -hmm. been like three days. Um, And she just keeps talking and talking. Yep. To sleep pertains to dream. Oh, was that it? My God, what a wonderful wonderful line. line. (laughs) I didn't mean to steal your line. I no, it's okay. I say that one. It well, you, so good, it just though. goes to show how good it is. Then. It is so good. Oh my gosh. So, um, I just, I love this whole thing. And there, it's like low key revealed that Rose is reading this and like, it does not make sense. Oh, I know. And I like want to know what she wrote and what she filled these journals with i would have loved just like a speck of details right right like a a line or just like she's talking about this and this because it was so funny in the last one to hear rose talk about like what are loins you know right right so funny to hear that i would have loved that 
What do you mean by this? And her read it out loud. I know. I would have loved that so much. After this. um, Oh, wait. I want to mention really quick that it kind of leads into something else um, that we'll see later. But Blanche has a lot of snipes about Minnesota when she's like woozy. Oh, I know. From Minnesota. Minnesota. Maybe she has some really deep-seated hate for Minnesota because in the um season one the way we met episode she says they were two stick in the muds from minnesota oh <laughs> so maybe it's blanche maybe she's the problem maybe so we actually get to see next we get to see dorothy and sophia with um the doctor yes. uh dr chang i believe his name is yes yes um and wh- okay what did you think of this scene I liked it, but I did not like Sophia in it. No, I think it just goes to show. Even if she's saying good things that are stereotypes, Mm -hmm. it's still, like, racist. Yeah, because it's like... I don't... it, It just leaves you feeling icky. Well... Yeah, it's like she thinks that she's, like, complimenting him. But it's really, like, a backhanded compliment. Yeah, he's very um, polite and professional about it, which, mad respect to him. Right. But it's just, she could have said, I loved how in the last episode she, like, made fun of Dorothy more. Right. You know? Like, I didn't think her jokes added anything to the scene. I agree. And even though, like, and I hate to be, like, I mean, you know, hating on it because I love this episode. I really do. Right. It's just, it wasn't needed and it wasn't that funny and it didn't add anything to the scene. And I thought her, like, fixation on his race was annoying. It was, like, kind of concerning. Like, why? To me, it was like, why was that necessary? Like, yeah, like, why? His- yeah. Like you said earlier, it did not add anything to the episode. Like, it did not add any substance. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really, it wasn't funny. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Other than, other than her, though, I enjoyed the scene. Correct. Yeah. I liked um, how he validated her, how he, oh. you know, like, just talked about, like, how the whole thing, like, there's a lot of diseases out there that we're just like finding out about, you know? Yeah. And it's so open. Yeah. I think and the that... open mindedness and mm-hmm. that is really great of that doctor. And the mindset I loved. I mean, the line about him saying, like, some doctors believe that if they can't see it under a microscope, mm. it doesn't exist. I was like, yeah. whoa. Which and really, Bible... like, goes to show you, like, why mental health hasn't been mm-hmm. really researched until recently. Mm-hmm. And I loved, speaking of mental health, I loved the specific reference to depression mm. because a lot of people were like, oh, you're depressed because you're old. And he just very quickly like nipped the sat in the bud. He says, oh, well, I mean, depression could be like related to this, but depression mm-hmm. doesn't come on this quickly and it doesn't have this, this, this symptom. Like, well, I think now I do think depression can make you physically sick, but I no, yeah. I agree with that um, for sure. It's just the the there were like specific symptoms yeah. that he was kind of talking about and like the sudden onset of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I also can we talk about how Dr. Chang, his voice 
was so like beautiful and like like it was like a warm hug like a cup of warm soup yeah like i would love to hear him do an asmr podcast yeah he really should like the way he said blood test Just like, I loved, I loved hearing him talk. Like, I loved his voice. It was very soothing. It was a cup of warm soup. It brought me joy. Good soup. Good soup. Jenna, I had soup for dinner and I said good soup. I don't like soup. I do like soup. That's a lie. I don't like soup. Why are people, okay, you're the second, third person that is (laughs) eating soup and it is August. Who eats soup in the summertime? Well, I'm inside where it's air conditioned. It's I think that's here. another t- reason why I'm having a hard time with the school year is that it's August and, like, I want to do yeah. fall things, but it's August. You can do whatever Sorry. you want, Jenna. I know, but it, I just, it's throwing me off. I know. Kids have been like, my mom's already decorated for fall. And I'm like, dude, I wish I could. Oh my God, but I'm can't. really bummed out right now. <laughs> I can't deal with it. It's just too much. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. They're there. Anyway, let's talk about let's talk about Dr. Chang. Okay, yeah. Good What story. a great guy. We love him. Yeah. And you can just see and once again B. Arthur's performance is amazing. You oh, can just see so good. Yeah, you can see her relief. You can yeah. see her just like she's seeing the light and it's so beautiful. Well, it's like once you're given an answer that's almost mm-hmm. like almost medicine in itself that you're not crazy. Yes, like how just being validated by someone who's a yes. medical professional. Yes. I I I loved it. Um do you want to talk about when the girls go out to eat? Oh wait, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Oh my gosh, I scrolled down too far. Um we have to talk about poor Blanche. Oh. She has been rejected. Rejected. She just got rejected. Um, and by nobody a form wants to, letter. Nobody wants to, I know, nobody wants to uh, publish her book. Which, you think that maybe she proofread it, like, to clean it up some before she sent it off, but, you know. I would love to know what it was, though. I, I, I wish we got a title. Ooh, oh, that would have been nice. That would have been perfect. That would have been or like really a synopsis, good. like a brief synopsis. Yes, it, that would have really added a lot. You know, it's probably one of those things though where like our imagination, yeah, is like better than yeah. hearing the real thing. But you know, I really would have, yeah, loved to see that. And you know, she wasn't the focus of the episode, but like I really, really, really would have loved to hear that. I agree. And there's just this buildup between her and Rose where she says something else about Minnesota and Rose just goes off on her. Yes. And she's like, like this huge long tail. This was the one part of the episode where I was like, whoa, like, whoa. I almost wish we had more time. Yeah. Like with Blanche being delirious or I I I didn't, I didn't think this, I didn't hate it. I promise I didn't hate it. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't my favorite part, or the, I didn't think it was 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 um strong compared oh. to the rest of the episode. The best part of that scene, though, is when Blanche goes, "I'm so mad I could just scream." And she oh, screams! I forgot about that. That part yeah. is so good. <gasps> like her scream is so good. Yes, it's perfect. I can hear it in my brain, and I just don't know how to recreate it. I know, right? 
I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And Rose's reaction to it was perfect, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's so validating. Once again, you know, I've never heard anybody say they were so mad they could scream and actually scream. Yep. What a woman. All right. Now can we see them go out to eat? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So they're at this super nice restaurant. Um, I love, I love the interaction with the waiter where he is, says like, what are we celebrating? Yep. And they say, my daughter has a debilitating disease. Oh, how like, exciting. Wow. And it's like, you understand why it's like, you know, not fun to be diagnosed with a sad disease, but like how it must f- like be to the just relief. Kn- yeah. The relief. Yeah. It's just, I've. You, you, you're like celebrating with them. Yeah, for sure. But the celebration won't last long. Nope. Because who is in the restaurant other than Dr. Bud? Bud. Yeah. And I love that it was him and not the other doctor. The other doctor to me just seemed like, like a dumb version (laughs) Yeah, of a doctor, yeah. like a yeah. knockoff version of a doctor. Like, I know yeah. he's a doctor, but he's mm-hmm. like the one who went to like, like not Harvard, but like just a yeah. second rate, you know, like he, just scraped by with his like, degree. Like, like the wish version of a doctor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Dorothy just goes up to his table and she schools the man. Oh, it's mm. beautiful. It is. And just the way she starts. Like, she's like, oh, do you remember me? I'm Dorothy. You told me I wasn't sick. And he's like, I don't remember. And she says, remember, yeah. Um, It's probably because you're getting old. Yes. It's like, oh, I wish I could tell someone off like that. I wish, like, in the heat of the moment, I could be that sound of mine oh, and be Jenna, able to too. insult somebody like that. But I just get too flustered. I know it takes me too long to come up with things. Not that I ever am in these situations. I know, not that. But yeah, you're right. Any kind of like conflict or anything like that. Yeah, like, I agree with you. It's hard. She just schools the man, and she says, "I have this disease. You really like." She says the word "dismiss" a lot, which is pretty mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. I love it. She's like schooling him some, and then he's about to be like okay, this is enough, leave. And his wife is even like, shut, shut up, up, Lois. And, yes. okay, the great thing about Dorothy talking to him mm-hmm. is not the fact that he didn't know that chronic fatigue syndrome was a thing, mm-hmm. but that he didn't go a step further and believe her and her symptoms and, mm-hmm. like, her concern. And yes. that he didn't do further research on that. Yes, I think- and... And what she said, I totally agree. And what she said um, to him, she said, um, you didn't even, it's not that you didn't find a diagnosis for me. It's that you didn't even empathize with me. Yeah. And you didn't even say, yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. Like, yeah. You didn't like, like what she says about doctors losing their humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like almost a God empathy. complex. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just like. But her walking away and getting that, like, not a lot of people get, like, that experience Mm. to, Mm -hmm. like, say, look at this, like, look at me now, you know? Yeah. I wonder, like, people watching this at the time, 
I'm sure this wasn't a big theme on TV. So, like, I wonder how it felt to watch this on TV. Because that is such a powerful moment to, like... Because not a lot of people get that moment to go back to the doctor and say that. And she got that moment. No. And, you know, you can... It's great that it's specific to, um... Uh medicine but Mm -hmm. i feel like you could also apply this like relatability to Mm -hmm. just like other experiences Mm -hmm. as a woman how much you'd love to just tell someone off after they were dismissing you in general for something right well and like i wonder if susan harris got this moment or if mm. she just created this to give herself closure you know i know i that's so beautiful oh my gosh yeah what a woman yeah oh so the episode ends with um, that great bit where they realize the champagne is way too expensive and Sophia salts it and pretends that it's bad and they get a free meal out of it. <laughs> I would feel so guilty. Oh my gosh, me too. You know we could not handle that. Oh, absolutely not. We would like... Gosh, we I would wouldn't. stress. Oh my gosh, I would stress We would just too. choke down the bottle and like I know. rack up our oh. credit card. <laughs> Oh, this is amazing. Well, no, no, no. They do like it. No, but like, oh, yeah, I forget. They do like it. My bad. We would just suck it up. I know. We would like, you know, we could do, we could like, you know, divvy it up into little. We would figure it out. Very, very slowly drink it. We would figure it out. I wonder if they took the bottle home. Oh, my gosh. Probably not. That would be a little sus. Yeah, I guess. Um, Uh, Swill. Swill! So good. Now I it's a celebration. It. <laughs> da, na, 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 na. Um, I loved it. So, um, that's the episode. Um, so for Stand By Your Man, I don't have any men to count for Blanche. Yeah. Because her main focus is obviously her novel. So, um, so I guess since it's an even episode, it's your turn to share your lady of the evening, um... First. Mine is Blanche. Ah, uh, yeah, me too. To <laughs> yeah. I can't pick anybody else. Yeah. No. Mm, you know what? Oh, I feel like I can pick somebody else. Who are you? I'm gonna pick, pick. I'm gonna pick Dorothy. Okay, 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 okay. And you know, just I could totally pick Blanche, and I know why you picked Blanche. Yeah. I just I I gotta give um, Dorothy mad props for advocating for herself. Mm, for sure. And, Finding that closure and being able to um, verbalize how she felt to that guy. So mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. You mm-hmm. you go ahead. You I interrupted you. No, you're fine. Um, I mean, it, it kind of goes without saying. Blanche's scenes in this episode were like perfection. And uh, yes, I loved it so much. Yes. Yes. Excellent. What would you rank it out of 10? Okay, so I was thinking about this the whole time because mm-hmm. I love this episode. And we gave this the first one a 10. We did, I'm we did. not giving this one a 10, though, because mm-hmm. I think I'm going to give it, ready for this, a 9.49. Okay. <gasps> Ooh, <laughs> I love this for you. So, I was going to do a 9. <laughs> so I'm taking off half a point Okay. for the whole dr chang thing with sophia yeah that was very disappointing that left me kind of icky feeling like and like you said like yeah she was saying positive things but it was so unnecessary 
I know. Like, why? Like, why? he's a great doctor, period. You know? Yeah. Why can't he be a great doctor? Because he's a good doctor. Right, right. Exactly. And yeah. then minus point zero one because we didn't know Blanche's story. Sure. Okay. Okay. Respect. Yep. You know what, though? I will say it's another one of those. And I'm not trying to justify it at all. I was just thinking. I do want to shout out Dorothy for calling out Sophia. Like, you know, she wasn't totally comfortable with it. So that's cool. Yes, 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 yes. But then another part of me is like, but the writers still put it in the show. So that's my problem with it. Yeah. Is that the writers thought that that was. Yeah. And they like recognize that it's bad because they write lines about Dorothy saying something, but they still put it in. So, like, I don't know. What and, are we supposed like, to Like, do they need to fill the time and that's what they came up with? Maybe. And I also got that vibe with the Rose being upset about the Minnesota thing. Yeah. I got the... a little bit of that. Yeah. But, I mean, what else could they have added? I don't really know. Blanche's story. A good yes. synopsis of oh, the story. You're right. Oh, my gosh. Can we retool this episode and they can make changes? Yeah. Okay. Rewrite. Cool. Rewrite. Cool. Well, Jenna, yes. what was your golden moment? <laughs> Mine's kind of a long one. Okay, I'm ready. Um, Look at you. It's already ready. <laughs> I, it is ready. I'm proud of you. Um, the part where she's been up for 72 hours and goes on that rant. <laughs> Everman. This is Everman's work. It's all go. Just open <laughs> anywhere and the magic will touch you. But I'm so tired. I must sleep. And I cannot sleep. I'm too tired to sleep. I will never sleep again. I may die from this. What am I gonna do? My God, I'm hallucinating. I see little balls of sunshine in a bag. Does this mean something? Oh my gosh. I mean, that whole, that whole thing. Yep. Like, said it. Blanche goes... Van Gogh was a painter, Bl- or Dorothy goes, Van Gogh was a painter, yeah. Blanche, whatever. It's all the same thing. We're all artists. We're all misunderstood. He cut off his hair. How about I'll cut off mine? He cut off his ear. I have too many earrings. I have too many earrings. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I love it. Mine goes along with that when she says, um, to sleep, a chance to dream. My, My God, God, what a wonderful line. Yeah. <laughs> I just love her voice with that. Like, she makes it. My God. My God. What a wonderful night. It's so good. Iconic. Yes. Okay, well, are you ready to transition to talking about what we're talking about next week? I guess. Okay. Next week, we will be discussing Season 5, Episode 3, The Accurate Conception. (gasps) Oh. Okay. Artificially inseminated. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm really excited to watch this one with the 2023 lens. Mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Blanche will definitely not be my lady of the evening. Spoiler alert. No, 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 no. Well, I guess we'll have to watch it and find out. Yeah. Also, we'll see Rebecca, who is Becky. So Who is not fat. She's not fat. But she's also <laughs> a different person. <laughs> yes i am confused they, sh- they should have just written a different character i know like, she has Blanche four could kids. have had yeah Blanche could have had two daughters this could have been the I, other one i know make it could have been janet 
Yes, this could I mean, Janet jinx. already has kids, but you know what? No. They don't care about consistency. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Artificially inseminated. I love Rebecca's voice. Yes. Is it better than Dr. Chang's, though? No. Good no. soup. No. <laughs> Nothing will ever be as good as Dr. Chang. Okay. Well, okay, bye. Well, I, well, okay, oh, okay, bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at Shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank, Thank you, you for, for being, being a friend. friend.